Welcome back, everybody, to Catapult Your Business, where we help grow and scale your company only one question at a time. My name is Casey Clark. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Cultivate Advisors, and I'm joined by my director of partnerships, Mr. Jeff Armstrong. Jeff, welcome to the call. Oh, thank you, Casey. Uh, happy to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. Uh, you brought an awesome question to the table. I know something you're very uh, passionate about, you know, from even your own work and your own business before joining forces here with Cultivate. And that question today is, why is emotional intelligence one of the most underrated skills to scaling your business? And I, I, I mean, I think we've all heard of emotional intelligence. I think we would all, in some degree, like know those people maybe like, wow, they're not really connected to emotional intelligence. But the question is, is as the owner, are you connected to, your, to emotional intelligence? Or even more importantly, is your team and your leaders you know, skilled up and how to approach emotional intelligence. We're going to unpack that. Before we do, Jeff, why why this question? Why why'd you bring this on the uh, the episode here today? Yeah, I you know I I feel like I stumbled upon emotional intelligence kind of through the back door, um, really out of necessity more than anything else. Uh, I know it's a it's a term coined in the mid '90s by Daniel Goleman, and there's models and there's a lot of understanding and there's a lot of um, maybe some lack of awareness around emotional intelligence and what exactly it really is. But for me, you know, I started a business uh, just like everybody I cultivate started a business when I was 25 years old in my case. And I started it with my best friend and uh, we caught a wave and we ran it for 23 years and, and it was great until it wasn't. There were things <laughs> happening uh, in the industry, there were things that we were doing uh, that we weren't innovating as fast as we should have. Um, there were some things that were happening personally in my personal life as well. And I, and I hit this point of just like not really enjoying life. <laughs> and I was having a hard time getting out from underneath how I was feeling. Uh, and I started researching different modalities. Uh, I went on to, you know, I did the pharmaceutical drug thing for the happiness. That didn't work at all. That wasn't for me. Um, and so I knew I ne needed to kind of figure my, I had to figure this out on my own. And so I, I you know, explored flotation tanks and acupuncture, and they're encouraging me to do this deep, conscious, resonant breathing. And I'm like, what? What is this? But yeah. I walk out of these meetings or these appointments, and I'd feel like a million bucks. Like the birds are chirping, the colors are brighter, and I just got really curious, like what happened in my physiology in a way yeah. that I can understand uh, and self-advocate for myself. You know, it's, we're going to come, you just shared a lot. We're going to unpack that, but the, you know, there's another part that you shared that's really interesting, and that's that how you felt, I think a lot of business owners feel, right? Like there is this moment where you feel trapped by the business especially when you're what I call the scale mode, right? Where a lot of times you're grinding through some things and maybe you're wearing a lot more hats in the business at that time. That can really shift, you know, I, I don't know if we want to call it the happiness advantage, but maybe just, you know, where your emotions are and your ability to maintain those emotions for yourself, but also how to even understand what's taking place um, with your emotions. So I guess, you know, give me, give me a little bit more on like, you know, how would you even describe emotional intelligence. Like, I'd just be curious, like for, for those that are maybe going, okay, I've heard the term, like, but what is it, what does it even mean? Like, cause I think a lot of people think emotional intelligence is only like you're good at reading other people. 
Ah, yeah. There's definitely the social aspect, but it's it's interpersonal and it's intrapersonal. So it's a relationship with others, but it's also a relationship to yourself. And you know, my contention with business owners and, and teams is the greatest lever they can pull is getting control over their inside world. Because your outside world is just the reflection of your inside world. Right. And so emotional intelligence, find foundational emotional intelligence to me is is really two things. It's awareness and then, then it's agility. So the first step is really creating the awareness of like how you're feeling. Uh, because really the, the the worst thing can be if somebody thinks that they're leading above the line, but they're feeling below the line, um, that doesn't come off real well for leaders or or teams. Right. Um, so that awareness, that foundational awareness of how you're feeling, how it might affect, like if you're really triggered and you're angry, you're feeling less than, is it the best time to pick up the phone or to send that e that res that email that responds in a way that doesn't serve the greater good? Right. So really understanding where you're at. And then, hey, once you've got that, that's 50%. The other part is, can you shift out of it? And how long does it take to shift? Because you don't want to ruminate in those thoughts and emotions because they can last days, weeks, months, or even years. Now, Jeff, your role, I mean, you are talking to partners all over the country and telling the the, the good story of Cultivate, right? And like your, your world requires, I feel like, a lot of energy, passion, I feel like you got to feel really good a lot of the times to do. And you're one of like probably the, one of the most uh, emotionally sound people uh, I've ever got to work with, especially just in terms of your energy and excitement that you bring to every discussion or conversation. So to hear you talk about this, right, for those that don't know you, like, like I don't, I don't want to use the word shocked, but it's just like, holy cow, like I feel like there must have been a really crazy transformation that kind of took place for you to, to kind of you know, bring that energy and let that be felt from others. Cause now it's like you reek of it. <laughs> I need to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> you need to take, you need to take a, a shower. You're really excited. <laughs> yeah. You know, it definitely was not, a, it was a, if it was a transformation, it was a very, very slow one. Sure. And one that I really wouldn't recognize that I was, um, uh, on except looking back on uh the past yeah you know really for me like i shared like i wasn't enjoying life i wasn't experiencing life in a positive way my emotional thermometer was was low right like i was experiencing much more depleting emotions than renewing emotions and and so i started i started to work on how can i improve that um the the, the book search inside yourself basically shared in daniel goleman uh, endorse this, that reverse engineering emotional intelligence was meditation in this part, in this case, in this book, but it really is calming the nervous system. So I practice that on the daily, right? Yeah. For me, it was a medit it was breath work. It was meditation. Uh, I geek out on it. So I measure it. I measure my, I, I have biofeedback for my heart rate variability and my coherence and brain waves. Yeah. I've got, I went down the rabbit hole on this stuff, uh, but it was fun. And I geeked, geeked out on it, but I started, you know, getting better at it, progressing. And as, and I didn't really even notice, but I started feeling better. I started performing better. I was happier. One of the first comments my wife made when I started doing this, it was maybe six weeks in. She's like, well, aren't you making all the right moves these days? And I was like, 
I mean, that was not common for her to say something like that. So <laughs> it was it was a milestone. I was like, really? Wow. And that was kind of my first indication, like I'm on to something. And then I did, like I, I started progressively feeling better. I started performing better. I was happier overall. I had a, a, a different disposition and I, I assigned different meanings to things. Uh, and that really was uh, when I started getting that feedback and uh, it became self, you know, at that point, you don't want to turn it off. It seems like you're climbing the ladder. Why would you stop climbing the ladder, even if you're climbing out of a pit? Are you getting the advice you need for your business from this episode? Do you want to get more than just one question answered and have it customized to you and your business? Well, Cultivate Advisors works one-on-one with thousands of business owners every day. Let them help you scale your business today. Don't just listen to this episode. Take action and go to CultivateAdvisors.com to see which advisor you get matched with and receive a free two-hour business assessment on how you could scale your business to the next level. Act now at cultivatedvisors.com. I think this is so important, right? Because I think as owners, again, it's like you can say, oh, you can put it out to the ether that like the business is causing this for me. That's why I'm frustrated. That's why I'm upset. Or that's why I'm not happy with what I've gotten to or the level I've maybe gotten to, you know, on my entrepreneurial journey or even as a, as a leader in a leadership team, right? It's like, why is, why is my leader so frustrated? I'm having a hard time getting them aligned to the bigger picture or like, they're not, they're not able to come to an acceptance or happiness um, or there's always just issues going on, right? Like this is something that will drive performance and it will shift. And I think what's most important that everybody hears is like, hey, you can not with perfect certainty, the, the human body is complex, the brain is complex, right? Our emotions are complex, but we all know the ups, the high highs, the low lows, right? And what I, I'm, I'm going to put it in more just basic terms of what you're sharing, this is really about actually becoming more centered, right? Yeah. And, 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 and maybe shallowing out those waves. And I, I know I'm oversimplifying, Jeff, but just for everybody listening in, like what we're really talking about is really shallowing out those waves um, so that you can stay at the right place in your core to make the best decisions, to stay focused longer, to drive the best performance and achieve the most important, prioritize the best and most efficient result you can get. All of these things stem from what Jeff you're sharing. And I think that's why you're saying, that's why I think you throw out the question like, Casey, this is underrated, right? You talk about leadership skills, sales skills, you can talk about how to build the perfect widget. But the reality is if you or the executives of your team are not centered and focused in the right way with the right energy levels, it'll be detrimental and you'll have a hard time really thriving in, in the business. I really think that it's the new e-myth, like the first e-myth with Michael book by Michael Gerber, which yeah. was like, hey, you're never going to get to your next level unless you systemize the business. You know, all the things that we do here at Cultivate, yeah. the new e-myth. Hey, that is, is still important. That is still important. I'm not, yeah. saying, I'm not taking away that away. to replace it. It's just an addition. <laughs> yeah. Like, so like, I think a lot of people, most people know what the e-myth is at this point. Um, yeah. If you don't, if you don't, you should read the book. Yeah. Great um, book. Check it out. But the new e-myth is like business owners and leaders don't know the leverage they can pull when they understand emotions. Mm. And yeah, it, it, the business, you know, life of an entrepreneur is like this. And, and, and hey, entrepreneurs are special people. They think they can more than they think they can't, right? They're coming from creator consciousness more than victim consciousness. And in my opinion, they're on the hero's journey, right? Joseph Campbell's archetype yep. of a great story. They get a call to action. They step out into the great unknown. They 
slay the dragons. They pick up a they mentor. Meet a mentor. They meet a mentor. <laughs> That's my favorite part of that story. Plug, plug for shame, shame uh, cultivate plug right for here. Cultivate. <laughs> so it's 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 all this stuff, and yeah, life throws curveballs at you. So it could be outside of the business. You know, a curveball could come within the business, outside of the business. Your employees have curveballs. They're dealing with things, and people bring emotional baggage to the work sometimes, right? I mean, it's unavoidable. We're humans. That's how it is. And leaders bring the weather, right? I mean, they're the big pendulum. Um, sure. And when I say pendulum, it means there's a study. I don't know if you've ever seen this. this is a cool YouTube video where there's a big pendulum and it'll sway in a certain way. And if there's little pendulums, they'll synchronize to the, to the big pendulum that's called entrainment. It's a physics thing. Okay. But leaders are the big pendulum. So they're going to entrain their teams and the, the teams are going to be a reflection of the, of the leaders for the most part. And so if you look at the, like the bare bone science of emotions, it's really, really wild. They've mapped like 3,000 emotions. Okay. Uh, a lot of times you'll see them on grids where the horizontal axis is the autonomic nervous system. The vertical axis is the endocrine system. It's the glands. It's the biochemicals. But you could make it even simpler than that. Emotions, the vast, all the emotions that we feel fall into one or two buckets. Scientists will say they are either renewing emotions, meaning that they charge your inner battery, or they're depleting emotions and they drain your inner battery. So renewing emotions are what the scientists call anabolic energy. It's love, right. care, joy, appreciation, gratitude, enthusiasm, right? Right. Uh, courage. Um, you know, these are what the Buddhists used to call skilled emotions because we had to work on them, right? They were a muscle. We had to build them. And the depleting the emotions are emotions like fear, frustration, anger, anxiety, um, impatience. You know, these right. are catabolic energy. We'll be in a, in a contracted state when we're feeling catabolic energy. It's a biological fact. Our physiology liter literally contracts. And if we're triggered, right, like we have this little portion of our brain that's called amygdala, it's a little almond-shaped uh, piece of the brain that it falls in the limbic system or what others call the lizard brain, and that gets triggered because it's constantly scanning for danger. And so if we're triggered and this amygdala fires off, the whole body goes into this kind of survival state, and it's, you know, back in the day, it was good for running away from the, you know, the, the lion on the Serengeti. Uh, but <laughs> sure. But today yeah. it could be triggered by an email, right? And then you're yeah. you're in this contracted state and you're responding less than because you literally are working off of your lower mind, your right. more reptile part of your mind. Conversely, like if you're in a positive emotional state, enthusiasm, excitement, uh, appreciation, like that is anabolic energy. And sure. that opens us up to higher brain thinking where we have access to greater problem-solving abilities. We are thinking more creatively, more collaboratively. We find innovation. It's really hard to innovate when you're pissed off. That's true. I mean, well, and again, for some, right? Some listening in, you're going like, gosh, this is like really scientifically technical. And there is this, uh, it's like, I can't, I can't grab it, right? It's not like, it's not this tangible thing you get to grab. But I think, again, the key is, is like, this is all about energy levels and this is all about how people behave and, ex you know, push their emotions out into the workspace that you've created or the environment you have within your business, including, most importantly, you as the owner, right?
Thanks for tuning in to Catapult Your Business, where Cultivated Advisors is helping you catapult your business one question at a time. Are you running your business or is your business running you? At Cultivated Advisors, they'll match you with an expert advisor and do a free two-hour deep dive for your business. This will give you the clarity you need on how to get your business to the next level. Cultivate has worked with thousands of businesses. What do you have to lose? So head over to CultivateAdvisors.com and sign up for your free two-hour session. And I, and I just, what I keep coming back to is just to talk about simple tricks, right? Cause I, I would love to give some, just a couple things people can kind of do. And I'll start with one. It's like, for me personally, like I, you're talking to one of the most impatient people in the world who have a desire to build and grow. And usually it's like, well, we can just build it again. Then we can just build it again. Right. And um, my negative thoughts kind of creep in more often when, when we're just barely missing an objective or even though by most my most outputs, people will go, oh, that's amazing. It's like, yeah, but it wasn't what I wanted, right? And then I'll beat myself up and I'll turn negative and I'll start to make irrational bad decisions for myself, for the business, et cetera, right? Get in, I call them getting in funks, right? We've all heard that. Um, the way I've helped get out of that is actually, I've been so much more focused on celebrating progress. Yeah. So that's been my trick. Like my my tribute, right, as a leader, the way I've helped kind of get out of those negative emotions and into those more positive emotions. Like, as I always just go, what's the result? What was the progress? Just asking myself that question has been a trigger that I have created that actually has kept me on a much more happy, uh, positive energy cadence than not asking that. Cause I would beat myself up. I'm competitive. I expect the yeah. result now. That's just who <laughs> I am. I can't change it. So I would love to hear if there's like other, maybe just two or three really simple, tangible things where you're like, these are simple questions or simple actions for you or others in your company to take. Because this, for some listening in, Jeff, they, they need this. They're, they're thinking about that person on their team that maybe brings a lot of negative energy into the, into the work culture or themselves when they get in these modes and they, they get in these funks. We'd just love to hear what are a couple, you know, direct things people could maybe try. Well, I love yours. It reminds me of this book, Buddha's Brain by Rick Hansen, where he says our brains are like Velcro to negative experiences or negative thoughts, but like Teflon to positive emotions and thoughts. So it really is a reframing and yeah. appreciation. Like we're so good at noticing when we have headwinds, but when we have tailwinds, we're not so good. We, we'll notice it, but it's quick, quickly forgotten and we're on to what's next. Oh, for sure. So you have to sit in that appreciation. And it really is like, I believe gratitude is the greatest life hack there is. Mm. Um, and and it's, it's definitely what got me out of my uh, funk. Uh, I also believe like this is biological. This is, has to do with our physiology, like emotional intelligence. There's biological components to this that, believe me, I could go down the science rabbit hole on this. And it's, some of it's quite, you know, pretty wild, but you have to, experience what you want to grow. So if you want to experience more positive emotions, you have to practice positive emotions. If you right. want to experience more of, uh, and you want to grow like relaxing and being more centered, as you, as you mentioned earlier, then practice, you know, relaxing and, space the system and being more and, be, and being more centered. What's that? I said, schedule more space for it, right? Like, like your, your, your meditation, right? It's like giving yourself space to calm the nerves, turn everything off, disconnect, and think, what is most important to me? Do I have those things? 
is this problem detrimental to my life? <laughs> right? Like that. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Right. Like it's, it's, it's being curious and, and fighting through right. it versus just operating on the surface. And I find that's just, you know, when I, when I, when I see somebody that I feel like maybe struggles with their own emotional intelligence, that's generally what I, 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 how I call it is like, it feels like this is a very surface thought. You, you, you kind of shared like the reptile brain and below. I mean, you, you went really deep on us there, Jeff, which was awesome. I didn't, I didn't realize you had this much within you on this topic, which is awesome. I love, I love meeting like the, the superpowers of people in our organization, but, but I just, I, I think, you know, try to remember that if it's you or a team member you're coaching somebody through on is that it can just be they're They're just not get, putting actually enough curiosity and thought into that problem that just hit them to realize like, well, what is the benefit of this? Is there going to be a blessing in disguise? Right. Wow. I've had like six wins in the last week. About time. Something didn't go in my favor. Hey, batting five for six is pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it, it, but it just, it takes, um, it, it takes a toll on culture. I just can't stress this enough. Everybody listening in, it just, you have no idea. I've seen this firsthand with entrepreneurs that have a hard time, navigating this or leaders that have a hard time um, throttling this appropriately. And it is, uh, it's important that we shared this today. And it was important that you listen to this because I guarantee you there are times this shows through and you are your team's leadership and it will shift the culture drastically um, and, and, and pursuit of where people are going. It, it can't all just be pull in the vision, pull down the rocks and everybody get to work. Sometimes you also have to go work on yourself to realize, like, to get open to that environment, to connect to a bigger vision, to connect to what's important. And I, what I love about this, this conversation, Jeff, is just how truly tangible it is when you just accept. It's about trying to stay positive when things are crushing you. And I love that headwinds uh, analogy versus nobody accepts the tailwinds, right? Nobody gets on a plane. They're like, it's going to take 45 minutes less traveling west to east to get home today uh, because the tailwinds are in my favor, <laughs> right? No, nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah. It's so hard to see it. Yeah. Um, Jeff, we're running out of time here. This was just a, just a mic drop of information. Thank you. Um, you know, curious, any, any final words of wisdoms or, or thought that you might want to share with folks listening in today, if it be on this or anything else as people continue their entrepreneurial journey to catapult their business? If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a leader on a team, if you're just a person walking through the world, the greatest lever you can pull uh, is getting control on your inner life, how you assign meaning and your emotions. Uh, it's a great lever to pull to grow and thrive as a person and a great lever to pull it to grow and uh, thrive your, your business and your company. I love it. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. We weren't as technical today. We got a little bit up in the clouds, uh, but it was <laughs> really important to slow down because this is real. This does happen. And you don't have to just accept the feeling of burn down, run out, you know, just not able to keep moving forward. There are keys and ways to get around it. And I encourage you to do your own research um, and take control uh, of your inner emotions. So, Jeff, thanks you so much for bringing your insight and your wisdom. And for everybody joining continue to challenge yourself and get this business to where you want to see it get. I know all of you can thrive and achieve the visions that you've set. And I look forward to seeing you again next week for another episode of Catapult Your Business. Until then, thanks everybody.